I've never been a fan of when people say like, well, we all have narcissist traits or we're all narcissists because I don't think that's accurate. Sometimes people want to be able to believe different pieces of that to feel better about themselves or just to minimize the effect of narcissism, to minimize the abuse that's actually happening. At the end of the day, narcissistic abuse, narcissistic personality disorder is a real and a present danger in a lot of people's lives. I talk with people every single day that have gone through a lot of wild things in their life. A lot of things that have been incredibly abusive, that have been incredibly hurtful and painful. But people are like, but not every narcissist is this way. Not every narcissist is, is hurtful and abusive and things like that. But when you look at narcissistic personality disorder and the nine diagnostic traits, they're abusive in nature of how a person is showing up in a relationship, not in a healthy way, but in a negative way, how it ends up impacting other people. But along that same line, narcissistic personality disorder and narcissism as a whole is on a spectrum. It's on a spectrum of like, let's say low, medium, high today, just for example purposes of understanding different pieces of it and where the narcissist might be. Now, it's not for us to diagnose. It's not for us to say, oh, this is where you are. You're on you know, level 5.3 over here. We're not saying that, but we're just trying to give an example of like it does exist on a spectrum. Typically, when I've talked through this aspect of a spectrum before, I've talked about people with traits and people with a disorder, and then you move into sociopath, sociopathy, and then you move into like psychopath. Like all of this is like the same piece is just stepping it up and the level of abuse, stepping it up in the mindset, stepping it up in like how they're actually showing up. This is how a narcissist, you can have someone who's a narcissist and not a psychopath, but all your, your psychopaths are also narcissists because of what's stemming before it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This whole piece of like a spectrum might make you wonder of like, wait a second, do they just have the traits? Are they full blown? Like, what does it actually look like? Are they different levels? How do we actually break it down? We're going to break it down to three today. I'm going to make it really simple. We're talking through like mild, moderate and severe. So you actually have an idea of what that looks like of how it breaks down. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness about narcissistic abuse, trying to document different things that have happened in my life, break it down from the narcissist perspective so you can see, and also provide healing for a lot of people going through narcissistic abuse that don't know how to get free from the toxicity, the trauma bond, the rumination, the increased feelings of guilt and shame of being with this person, so many different pieces of that. We try to set people free daily. We have our challenge, Escape Toxicity. It's a seven-day challenge for $7 for you to get started. You can access that at rawmotivations.com. Feel free to check that out. If you want to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, you can access that as well. And let's just dive in, okay? When we talk about narcissistic personality disorder, I'm going to put it in a spectrum of mild, like basically mild, medium, and severe, okay? Of what that actually looks like. The first one I want to talk about is the mild narcissistic traits. Okay, at the lower end of the spectrum, we're going to find some people that have these traits, but they're not necessarily full blown. Okay, just kind of like, ah, I'm seeing this a little bit. And some of these like mild traits end up being like occasionally self centered. It's not like constantly and it's not habitual. It's like, no, like this is just like I wanted to be about me. 
self uh, self-centered oftentimes attention seeking and oftentimes displaying an inflated sense of self-importance okay these are the people that like want to be a little bit center of attention might not always be the center of attention it's not necessarily a consistent thing but you're like it seems like something's there okay people that have like mild traits oftentimes still have the capacity for different levels of empathy and they may not necessarily harm other people or even harm other people intentionally okay got to be careful with some of this but trying to at least paint a little bit different of a picture now, I'm not saying this, I'm not using this to be like, oh, well, they just have mild traits, so you can excuse the stuff. No, don't take BS from anybody, okay? If it gets down to the place where this person is being toxic and abusive to you, cut them off. Like, it's not helpful for you to have anyone that's toxic in your life, whether it's mild, moderate, or severe, like whatever it might be, okay? We're just trying to say, hey, there is different levels to this. There is different spectrums on this. Now, a lot of narcissists have different levels of empathy. You just don't see it. And they just don't open up to you about it. One of those levels would be cognitive empathy. Okay, cognitive empathy where the person can know and understand what's going on, but not feel it. That is one that I've learned and I've started been growing in more and more of like, I can understand your pain, but your pain is not going to bring me to tears because I don't feel the same way about it. But I can also communicate and resonate with what's happening because I know and understand that. A lot of narcissists can do this. Some narcissists can even have the emotional empathy, but the thing is they're unwilling to actually acknowledge to your emotions, to your feelings. Okay, so there's a little bit of nuance there. Think of it this way of like someone who you work with that boasts about their achievements, desires to be recognized. Sometimes you're gonna view these people of like, hey, they seem really insecure because they're always trying to like just look for validation. Okay, they might look for different people to validate their accomplishments or things that are happening in their life. Okay, but that's kind of as far as it goes. It doesn't really go into an abusive or manipulative state, but it's just like, hey, look at me, look at me, look at me, because they're insecure. Okay, so that would be like a piece, an idea of like the mild. Okay, then you move into moderate. Okay, moderate narcissistic personality. Like moving along the spectrum, we start to encounter people with moderate levels. And these individuals oftentimes demonstrate more frequency and how they're actually showing up. So you're like, it's almost like a frequency they're starting off of like, hey, somewhat, and then now we see more. We see more of a pattern. This becomes more noticeable of like, wait a second, this is actually happening. Something's actually happening here, and it leads to more difficulties in interpersonal relationships. Like now it's starting to become something that's actually being a hindrance to relationships, being a hindrance to what's happening like back and forth to you. This is where they're going to start struggling more and more with empathy, not being able to put themselves in your shoes, not being able to connect with you. Like, I don't really get that. And you'd be like, what do you mean you don't get that? Let me explain it to you. And you explain like human decency to the person. You're just like, yeah, I'm sure. I mean, it doesn't really make sense, but you don't see all the, all the wheels connect. Okay. This is still going to fill the gap of like, hey, they're looking for attention, validation, like someone else to be able to like praise them and kind of put them up. But then you start to see more pieces of enviousness and like jealousy come into the relationship. This oftentimes continues to perpetuate that, that idea and that version of neediness of like always needing your attention and being jealous if they don't have your attention or being envious of you going out with friends or going out with family and being like, I want the attention back on me. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? 
Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. A lot of this is going to look like different levels of insecurity or immaturity. Of like, you'd be like, it just seems like he's not grown up yet. Like, it seems like he's still struggling. Like, can he be confident enough when I'm like going out with my with my friends or whatever it might be? Okay. Now, this could be someone who like starts to dominate more of the conversation. Starts to slowly like put away your opinions, like not not listen to you, not bring you into the conversation because they're unwilling to actually see and emphasize emphasize with you. Of like, wait a second, they, like you actually have an opinion? Nah, like I don't want that. Okay, it's it's not a way to be able to put themselves in another person's shoes. Okay, like for me, it was really hard to be able to actually put myself in anybody else's shoes. Because it'd be like, my perspective is the right one. My perspective is the good one. Like, why would I care about your opinion? So there's a lot of different pieces that would happen there. But you might have someone where they're, like like I said, dominating conversation, dismissing other people's opinion, and still seeking that constant praise. Like, this might be some of the pieces that match up in the moderate category. All right, then we move to the third one, which is severe narcissistic personality disorder. Okay, the majority of people that I talk to, we're talking about people that are in this category. People are like, oh, they can't all be that way. Majority of people I talk to, they're in this category. Okay, the extreme end of narcissism spectrum, we find individuals with diagnosable narcissistic personality disorder. Okay, make it simple. When you have the nine diagnostic traits, they only need to hit five of them to actually be diagnosed. Do we diagnose? No, because we're not psychologists. However, if it looks like a duck, if it walks like a duck, if it quacks like a duck, if it swims like a duck, might be a duck. Okay, Um, but at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. If it's a duck or not, it doesn't matter if it's a narcissist. What matters is how they're actually showing up in the relationship, what they're actually demonstrating, what they're actually showing. If you're in an abusive relationship, don't wait for a narcissistic label to actually start to take back your power, heal, grow, and change. Otherwise, you'll stay for a long period of time because the majority of narcissists will not get a diagnosis because of what it reveals about themselves. So, when we talk about the the um, severe stage, we're looking at people who constantly display this pattern. Pattern of grandiosity, pattern of self-importance, lack of empathy, sense of entitlement over you. And these behaviors start to come out in a manipulative way, in a way to be able to hurt you to get what they want. It negatively impacts personal, professional relationship, and it leads a lot of times to distress and dysfunction. It puts you under a lot of stress, a lot of anxiety, because this person is manipulating you. Now, a lot of times we talk about this in the partner dynamic, in a relationship, because that is where we see it the most. Is it in the workplace? Yes. Is it in the churches? Yes. Is it in the politics? Yes, absolutely. But how we see it affect people the most is in interpersonal dynamics and interpersonal relationships. Because what it does is it produces this crazy, this gaslighting, this, this, this mind every of like, I don't know what to believe when you've been with this person. So you might have a partner who manipulates, who exploits other people for personal gain, trying to get what they want in the moment, not caring about other people's opinions, thoughts, feelings, concerns towards the people that they say they love, but they don't actually demonstrate. They don't actually show it. And they feel entitled to special treatment, and they might have this piece of the severe narcissistic personality disorder. Now, for me, I don't think that it's extreme, and I don't think that it's like unusual. This, in my world of who I talk to on a day-to-day basis, is commonplace. Some people come and they're like, I feel crazy because of this. And I'm like, I totally get that. In my world, you're normal. Because of everything that you've been through, it is normal for you to feel this way after being with a person who's made you feel crazy. Like it's normal for you to feel crazy because of everything that he's put you through. 
It's normal for you to feel hopeless because he always told you that you were hopeless. He always told you that you would amount to nothing. He was always told you that you were worthless. He always told you like, okay, go ahead and leave me. Who's going to actually love a single mom? Like he's put this all on you. But the thing you have to understand is that you're not alone. Society and, and, and he did and a lot of other people make you feel like you're alone, but you're not. This is why there's thousands of people that are interacting on this topic that are working through these issues every single day. This is why there's hundreds of people that we coach and work with on a weekly basis trying to help people grow, change, and develop because this stuff is real. And it's permeating a lot of society. It's permeating a lot of relationships. It's destroying the family dynamic. It's destroying people's lives. Like I mentioned, if you're new here, this is me. This is the person that I've shown up. Many times, many relationships, many broken things in my past. And so we're on here today to try to show you more. More of what's true when we talk about narcissistic personality disorder. More of the impact that it has on your life. More of how you can actually grow, change, heal, and develop. And you don't have to be dependent on that abusive person anymore. But that choice is yours. What will you do with that? You can make that choice by going to rawmotivations.com. From there, you can sign up to the 7-Day Challenge. You can work with me one-on-one. We can see if you're a good fit for a Thriver community. And if it's actually a good fit of you being willing to put in the work to grow you. It's not a destination, it's a journey. It's a step-by-step process that we walk people through. I don't do it for you, and I don't don't, um, do the work for you. I don't make you do it. I don't force you to do anything. That's all on you. But we will support you in the community of helping you move forward to the person that you're called to be, regardless of the shit you've been through. Reach out today for help. If you haven't already, like, subscribe, rate, review, send this to someone you never know what they're dealing with or where they might be. You might be the dealer of someone else's hope in their life to be able to get free, to be able to understand how they can get free, whatever that might be. If you want to talk to me one-on-one, reach out, rawmotivations.com.